Welcome to the Achilles Hypnosis Podcast. Today I have a special treat for you, uh, after being episode number nine. We have Emma Lou Penrod, and she is a hypnotist in Far West, or Ogden, Utah. Emma Lou Penrod is a wife, mother, grandmother, retired teacher, author of the book Navigating the Educational System, and Five Strategies to Get the Best for Your Child and a certified consulting hypnotist with the National Guild of Hypnotists. And we brought her on today. Her niche is working with special education as well as working with uh, younger children because we talk about pediatric hypnosis here as well. And we kind of get into my niche a little bit about pornography and the, the wiles of the devil, as you would say, with pornography and what to do a little bit. Um... She does mention her podcast, and we're doing an interview. I'll be doing that this Friday, um, October October 18th. So it'll that interview will go on after, but uh, today we did this interview on this Monday. So I hope you enjoy this interview with uh, talking about pediatric hypnosis, pornography, and working with parents especially, and what we expect of of the parents as when we're working with your child as a client. So I hope you enjoy this. I would love the opportunity to interview you for my podcast because I'm, I noticed what you're doing with, um, with expected mothers and I, my podcast is geared towards families, especially families and children with special needs to help them just giving them good information on the options that are available okay yeah so my niche you can talk about what, go ahead so my niche is more uh dealing with pornography what i do is i target the mothers because usually it's young boys yes. most most of the time but you know girls can be be attacked by it too but i target the young mothers so that they know that I'm there when it comes time to have that issue come around. How, how did you get started with hypnosis? I, it was Martha Harrison. We worked together in Orem. I lived in Orem before I moved about a, I moved here to Ogden about a year ago. And I, I knew her through our church and just had a lot of respect for her as a woman of integrity. And she told me that she taught this hypnosis training class. And, and, and to me, it was interesting. I didn't know much about hypnosis. And I, I mainly decided to take it because of Martha. She was just a really sincere, genuine woman. And I know she loved people, cared about people, and found that this helped them. So, to be honest, I mainly took the class because she taught it, thinking, well, I'll learn more about myself. But as I went through the class, I realized this can help a lot of people. I and to explain a little more, I have a background in special education, and I you know, was a special ed teacher for 23 years. I thought this gap in communication between parents and the schools. 
and I wanted to help bridge that gap. And that's the main reason I started my podcast show in support of families is to help parents understand the educational process better, be more familiar with their options. And as I took Martha's class, I realized this would be so beneficial with these students. So I am fairly new. I've just completed my course about a year ago in November is my one year mark. And I have enjoyed the journey and I've added to my learning by taking a pediatric hypnosis class with Don Martin. And I am really excited about that because I can see how these students I worked with, if they could learn to manage their thoughts and manage their mood to be so much more successful. Okay. Let's talk about that pediatric uh, hypnosis. What are the major differences between the pediatric side versus like normal bread and butter smokers hypnosis kind of deal? Well, children are much easier to work with. They don't have the inhibitions adults do. They have a lot of imagination. They're actually much, and when you talk about, you know, this will, going back to half their life, you know, for an eight-year-old, that's four years. So it's really much simpler. And you would obviously have, you have shorter sessions and maybe several mini sessions. And whereas I might expect an adult to be perfectly still while they're in trance, that's not what you expect of a child. You know, if a child becomes perfectly still, you become concerned that something's wrong. So it's understanding those differences. And also when you're working with children, you actually have two clients. You have their parents and you have the child. So you need to do uh, your, you know, your interview, your pre-interview with the parents and make sure, you know, talk about goal setting with them too. So you definitely include the parents in yeah. this work. I, I listened to a podcast from Jason Lynette. He's a hypnotist as well. He had someone on there about pediatric hypnosis and he pretty much told them it doesn't matter if you're working with a kid or a teenager that... You need to tell the parents that the the kid is the client. You'll keep them in the loop as much as is necessary, but the kid is the client. So what they want is what happens, rather than what the mom and dad want per se. And and you, they really do. You know, mom and dad not need to be out of the room really for them to for the child to be completely uninhibited and comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, because you don't know if mom and dad made the situation worse. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I know why I'm afraid of spiders. Every time mom sees one, she screams her head off. You know? Yeah, that fears. Fears are very well taught by parents. Yeah, they can be. With the pediatric hypnosis, is that your niche or is there some other aspects that you use or, or work with? I'm moving more towards it. I've also trained in, in Martha's smoking cessation program, which 
I, I'm really excited about. She, you know, she with her 30 years experience, she has an 80% success rate. And I, I have a hundred percent success rate, but I don't have near the numbers that she does. <laughs> so, but it's, it makes sense. It's sound. It's, you know, it's very effective and it's, and it's quick. It's so I, I still do that. I still work with stressed out parents, just learning how to be aware of and manage those emotions. I, my, my niche, my, my passion is family, supporting families. I really admire what you do. I definitely want parents to know about that and know, because that, that is becoming a greater need, sadly. Yeah, well, it's, porn, unfortunately, is one of the pillars of bringing down this, of the United States, and pretty much the yes. whole world. Well, and it can destroy a family. If you, you, if you get the husband and father addicted or, you know, one of the sons, yeah, it really, it destroys families. And I'm old enough to remember the day to see an X-rated movie, which was porn back then. I would have had to find transportation to a theater, convince the employees that I was older than I was. I mean, you know, it was not that accessible. And now it's a click away. Yeah. You just have to search porn right there. Google has it for you. Well, it's just, before we got the filters on our computers at school, I took a class to the library to do a research on animals. One of the students had picked up, picked tiger. You, you don't want to think about what came up on that search. No. We had to just disband that. Now they have filters on the computers in school, but yeah, your average teenager knows soon learns how to circumvent them. I think. Well, even with the new like blocks on phones and things, like with the iPhone, it has one of the best blockers. But still, it's kind of irritating when you're trying to find, you know, it's called a strap wrench for to take your oil filter off. You can't call it a strap wrench on Google because it'll say, oh, this is restricted. So sometimes they need, and that's another problem with pornography. They take words and they change them into something so vulgar, something so, so like innocent, like a strap wrench. And they change it into something so vulgar. Uh-huh. And it's like, how, how do you get that? I don't know. No, I have no idea. <laughs> It is, uh, you know, it's one of the major challenges that our society faces. And it's good to know that there are countermeasures. And, and again, and my training as a school teacher, we were told the filter is an adult looking over the shoulder. So, no. Yeah, parents, I'm sure you advise parents, keep that computer not in the child's bedroom, in a room that people, other people are in, know what, yeah, know where they are. And my daughter once explained it to her young children that before someone else is telling, before you go to a website, I need to know where So, 
even young children are exposed. Yeah, well, now, when I was a kid, when I was exposed to it, I was 10, 11, and now it's like 7, 8. It, it's just getting too close to home, too close to the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we kind of talked about how you involve the family in your profession already, but what what challenges... Um, do you face like with clients being the you family? You know, I have encountered a client. I think she expected me to be able to wave a magic wand and, you know, remove all of her anxious thoughts. And we had what was an effective session. She reported, yes, I, I feel so much better. This really made a difference. But then the next day, she was calling me and saying, well, I'm, I'm still thinking and worrying about all these things that are going on and that could happen. And I, I'm thinking she thought I would give her, you know, hypnotize her and it would completely change her thought and she would never think, you know, and of course I, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't. You know, I, I did not succeed in helping her understand this is a partnership. Yeah. You know, you have you probably have that talk with your clients too. This is a partnership. You know, you're you're going to be having assignments and you know, putting in effort as well. I'm just sharing my expertise, what I've learned. Yeah. yeah that well, I think. What I usually tell them is this only works if you do work because Yeah. This is this is science based. This is you don't have to believe in this. You just have to do what I tell you and it'll work. So do uh -huh. what I tell you and everything will happen the way it needs to happen. And it's not a magic pill cuz I think that's just how society is, especially with pornography as I've seen. It's self-gratification. They want the easy fix because they got so into it within 5 minutes. They think, "Oh, this will be done in 5 minutes." You've been doing it for 10 years i don't think it's going to be done in five minutes yeah. it can be yeah but there's probably other things you have to work on yeah oh definitely so um how do you use uh hypno hypnosis personally i like the self-hypnosis i i use it um, in the morning, I will, you know, get myself in trance and mentally go through the day and envisioning everything going just the way I want it to do. You know, I, I'll have this interview, I'm going to communicate effectively and share the ideas that are important to me and, and I use it that way. And then I also use it when I set goals. I will set 90-day goals and make them very specific, measurable, time-bound, and then I will put that in a recording that I listen to just when I go to bed as I'm falling asleep. Sometimes for variety, I'll have my husband record it, so I'm listening to a different voice, but just that re 
hearing those goals and planning those into my subconscious, I think is, is effective. Okay. There's another thing. I did have an interview with my wife just to get like her side of the story of what happened when I became a hypnotist. Um, what was your husband's reaction when you decided to do hypnosis? Oh, he was very supportive. He's, he's kind of intrigued. I'm, I'm thinking he may even consider going through the course himself, but he's been very supportive. Now, it is interesting, though, because he is one of those who is not easy to hypnotize. He, you know, it's, it's interesting. Well, in muscle testing, I've tried muscle testing, and he, he doesn't muscle test either. But he's been very supportive. So, was he weirded out? Was he weirded out? No, no, but my children were. This was the ironic thing. I grew up in that age when the only thing I knew about hypnotism is what they showed in the movies. And quite often in those old movies, the hypnotist was the villain, he was the evil person. I, I remember there was a Bob Hope. Um, Bing Crosby, one of the road shows, mm -hmm. and there's a hypnotist, you know, that Dorothy Lamour is hypnotized to marry a man she doesn't like, and, you know, and it, and so that was a, a, a prejudice I had to overcome, and then when I told my children, my adult children, this is what I'm doing, they were looking at me like, and then I thought, I am the victim of my own prejudice, because of course I had taught them that prejudice, <laughs> And now I was getting it right back at me. So that, that was intriguing. It may take a little longer to educate them and help them understand what it is and what it isn't. Mm -hmm. Well, especially with the movies, especially nowadays, like even The Incredibles, number two, they have it where it's, it's not the real hypnosis at all. It's, no. Put on a pair of glasses and you become, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> well, in the stage hypnosis, they think, are you going to make me do something silly or stupid or, you know, and I did have one comment actually from an adult granddaughter who said, isn't hypnosis about mind control? And, and I, you know, well, yeah, it is. It's about learning to control your own mind. <laughs> yeah, but it's but not yeah, us. Yeah. It's There's a lot of education, that, and this is another thing I'm finding, is that really to progress, I think, in, in, in serving people, we need more education. We need, you know, to get on, to explain, broaden our platform. Have you done any public speaking explaining about hypnosis and how it works and how it can be used? That's what I'm seeing. There's a real need for that. Yeah, I've I've done a few events that are free, but that and that's a whole different topic in and of itself. So yeah, yeah, the free and the paid sessions, because different niches you require different clients. But yeah, well, I'm I'm part of a business networking group, and we can sign up to have a 10 minute slot where we talk about our business. So I've, I've used that as an opportunity to explain more about hypnosis and how it works and how it's beneficial and how 
and and just taking demystifying it and and get and you get clients as a result when people hear it and understand it they realize oh well you know that that's not bad and and maybe it could help me hypnosis has been used increasing sales salesmen use it athletes use it yeah well nlp nlp was created from hypnosis so yeah yeah all of those it gets you know it's i think it's and and it's interesting too i think in other parts of the country i talked to someone who had been in chicago and he said oh it was very common there and i think there are other parts of the country where it's, it's much more common and much more is known about it yeah yeah that definitely so i'm i'm glad you're doing these podcasts this this will really help yeah well not just for people in utah like different just different people in general because the education like you said is poorly done by the general media Mm -hmm. so i'm probably going to ask you this last question yeah, we'll just ask you the last question. What kind of events do you have going on? You did mention you have a podcast. Um, is that on iTunes? Uh, wh- where is it at? Yes, yes, it's it's on iTunes and Spotify, and it's also on my website in support of families dot com. And with that one, I've done more. Again, I started it from my background as a special ed teacher, realizing. There's an information gap for parents about schools, especially the public school system. I wrote a book about school choice. And so, you know, it's important for parents to know what their options are. And I've interviewed a number of people who've worked with um, children with special needs and just supporting the family. And I can see, again, how hypnosis can help with the stress management, emotional awareness and control. And I'm really excited about getting into how it can help children, even in managing their conduct at home or at school. You know, it's interesting. You'll have some children that are fine at home, but they act out at school and you'll have others. It's reverse, you know, just helping them learn. You know, emotions are scary for a child. So if they can learn how to manage them, how to recognize, okay, I'm beginning to get stressed. Let me start my coping skills or understanding themselves and and their thought processes. They And especially if they can understand that in elementary school, it saves them so much grief in high school. I mainly worked on the high school level. But I can see how if we could have intervened at a younger age, we could have saved the family a lot of heartache. And it's probably the same with pornography. If you could intervene and, you know. Yeah, if the parents would have known when it started, it would never have been such an issue. If we nip it in the butt, everything just goes more smoothly. Yes. That's great. 
Well, I look forward to a chance to interview you for my podcast show because you have valuable information for families. And thank you for hosting your show and helping people understand hypnosis. And it's not black magic. <laughs> I think I finally convinced my children I didn't go over to the dark side. Yeah. And it, it can help. It can really affect affect healing and relief faster i'm also fascinated learning more about pain relief i think that's that's a whole new area we have our pain relievers with all of their side effects if there's a healthier safer way let's use it yeah definitely well my favorite freight like to end closely closer to the end my favorite phrase about uh, hypnosis we were talking about if you do what i tell you to do everything uh-huh. will be fine uh i was listening to this podcast and this guy's like you could wave a chicken over their head draw out blood and hypnosis would work it doesn't matter what you tell them it will work and it's like uh-huh. yeah it just works it doesn't matter if it looks like voodoo it, it's gonna work so thank you for coming on the show by the way this, this has been very good information all right thank you again thank you for listening to the achilles hypnosis podcast remember that i do have a book coming out called divorce pornography and that book will well you're going to do a kickstarter here on november 15th so be posted for that and we're going to do a party and we're going to try and make it facebook live we're not sure if we're going to do that just yet so keep be posted about that But again, thank you for listening to the Achilles Hypnosis Podcast. I hope to hear from you soon.